When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute provides educators access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for K-12, first-person curriculum with video, Discovering Heroes book series for kids, and a speakers bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. A high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer that transforms into an interactive museum with artifacts and Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for exemplary high school students of program recipients preparing for college. Never forget, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Oh my God, okay? I am a mere, what, 10, 15 minutes removed from the White Lotus finale. I am shooketh. Oh my God, I can't wait. I'm not going to talk about it too deeply because I don't want to ruin anything for y'all, but I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to talk about Potomac. I can't wait to talk about all of the just the random shit that's on my mind I need to get off my chest, okay? I want to talk about it all. This is your new episode of Reality in Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality in Comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. that fuck all that look okay um if you haven't watched the white lotus finale yet which i'm sure you all watched live because y'all wanted to avoid spoilers on the social meds i know you did if you haven't watched it yet though look just fast forward you know i don't know how damn long i'm probably not gonna put timestamps and maybe i'll put timestamps. i don't know but just fast forward a little bit i'll start talking about potomac or salt lake or 
child, somebody else. I don't know. But I got to get a couple things off my chest about this White Lotus finale. First of all, it ate down, okay? That was a fucking finale. I'm so ready for season three. I want them to go into post-production tomorrow, and I want the next season to start next Sunday, okay? That was a great season. I think season two was better than season one. Don't get me wrong. Season one was great because I just rewatched season one over the weekend so I can have a fresh perspective when I talk about both of them. But season two was just magnificent. I don't know where they're going to go for season three. I suggest White Lotus Potomac. That'd be good. Uh, White Lotus uh, Memphis. That'd be a little hood rich, but we got some good hotels here, okay? White Lotus, Chuckalisa. That'd be good. We'll see what uh, Uncle Cliff and them doing down there. Mercedes down at the paint. That'd be good. We can do it. It's a couple things, okay? Y'all just reach out to me, Mike White. You know, we'll, we'll talk about some things, okay? That finale was amazing. Look, I, I didn't want to accept it. People were convincing me that Tanya was going to die. And, oh boy, I just was not ready to accept it. I feel like most people weren't ready to accept that either, so they gave me all kind of theories and predictions. I think we all assumed that, like, either Cam or Ethan was going to wind up dead. We knew Daphne wasn't going to wind up dead because she was the one that found a dead body floating in the sea at the beginning of the episode or the beginning of the season. So we knew she would be, you know, alive and well. But we didn't know, we didn't know how Cameron and Ethan would fare. I'm glad to see they both made it. I don't know if they've just kind of mutually agreed that they're just going to cuckold each other's wives or like what this is going to be. But Hey, I I'm not married. I can't speak on it. You know, people do what they need to do to make their marriage survive. So maybe Daphne is okay with Cameron, you know, doing his thing with Harper, uh, uh, uh Harper with, I don't think Harper know about Ethan and Daphne, but that's a whole nother story. But at the end of the day, Daphne finally got to, you know, after all this time. So I'm sure she happy. I'm sure she don't give a damn what Cameron, uh, what, what is that? Ethan been doing. She just happy that he finally, you know, wanted to get butt naked in the bedroom with his wife again. So kudos to them. Portia, you know what? You just as ditzy as your black counterpart, Portia from the Atlanta housewives. <laughs> Portia, you know what? I don't understand why you spent the night with that man after he revealed all this stuff to you. That would creep me the fuck out. I can't imagine sitting there, you telling me basically that there's a plot afoot against my employer. Now, I know you ain't got the best relationship with her, but damn, you don't want to see her die, do you? And you set your ass there, and you sat there and went to sleep. You went to sleep next to the man. Your ass could have been floating right next to Tanya, but your ass wound up at the airport, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But I can't imagine going to sleep next to somebody that's helping somebody else potentially murder somebody, and you just okay with it. you just like, you know what? This is fine. I'm going to charge my phone. When I wake up, my phone will be there. He'll still be here. He wouldn't have strangled me. This is this is great. This is ideal situation. I love it all. And then you wake up, your damn phone gone. You still carrying on like, oh, maybe I did leave. No, girl. You knew where the hell your phone was. I don't, listen, I don't know. I'm going to chalk it up to age, okay? Maybe Portia just young and dumb. 
We'll say that her and Albert, just two young, dumbass motherfuckers. That's what it is. You know what? That's what it is. Both of y'all got chumped. Both of y'all got played. And now y'all trying to exchange phone numbers with each other because y'all, oh my God, what, what happened to him? Oh, he was deranged. What happened to her? Oh, she, she knows she, she played me. Oh, okay. you want to change numbers? Yeah. Why? So y'all can be dumb together. Right, get married in a dumbass ceremony, raise some dumbass kids, be some dumbass grandparents one day. Y'all, y'all, I can't. Whatever, Tanya, whatever, Portia, whatever, Albie, I don't know. Listen, obviously, the main thing that happened in this episode, oh boy, that damn Tanya. I, you know what? If they had the killer, I'm glad she went out the way she did. She said, you know what? If I gotta die, bitch, we all about to die, okay? Let me tell you something. When she came out there shooting and that last gay wasn't dead and she tried to shoot him, but that bullet didn't, <laughs> wasn't no more bullets in that gun. Have y'all ever seen Acrimony with Taraji P. Henson? It's that Tyler Perry movie. Baby, let me tell you something. I took my mama to see it. It came out on a holiday, so I took my mama to see it. I don't know if it was Mother's Day or, or what the hell it was, but I took her to see that movie. When I tell you we were the only people in that movie theater with tears in our eyes, crying, because that scene where she points that gun and she tells everybody to jump off the boat and everybody starts jumping off the damn boat, baby, we were in there in tears. We didn't know what to do. That's what this scene reminded me of. That man said, oh, hell no. I could just as easily go the fuck upstairs with the damn gay ca- uh, captain of the boat. Hell no, I'm about to jump off this bitch and swim to shore. I wonder if he made it. See, that's the kind of question. I need that answered in season three. Where is Miss Gay? Where is Miss Gay? And I'm not talking about Heather. Where is Miss Gay that jumped off that boat and swam to shore? I need to know all of that. His ass sitting up there just doggy pedaling for his life. It don't even look like he was going in the right direction. I don't think he was going towards land. He was about to swim back to, to Palermo or whatever the hell they was that weekend. They asked to sit up there hours away. He said, oh, no, nah, fuck that. I'm going to stay in that creepy-ass museum house that this man had me staying in. I'll fuck that. You ain't about to shoot my ass, bitch. I know that's right. My question, though, Tanya, why you ain't take them shoes off? I couldn't imagine having, first of all, I don't know how the hell y'all walk around in heels all day anyway, but how the hell you sat there, you make the decision to jump from a yacht to a a, a pontoon boat. I don't know what the hell it's called. Look, a a, a damn uh, fishing boat. (laughs) You trying to jump your ass down there and you keep the damn heels on. What kind of sense do that damn make? You're supposed to be fight or flight, okay? You, your first response is, it's supposed to be, you know what? I got to get out of here safely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take these shoes off. I'm going to throw them in the boat. She ain't never seen a Lifetime movie. See, you got to throw them in the boat first. Then you get, you know, you jump. And you know how to do it. Listen, Tanya, you didn't stress me the hell out. I'm over here sweating, recording this damn episode. Socks is laying on my damn couch, snoring her ass off. This is just way too much going on, okay? Tanya, I hate to see you go, but uh, you know what? Let me plan your funeral, Tanya. Okay, so we need to get, okay, we're going to have Jamal Bryant. You see, Jamal Bryant was just on this newest episode of Potomac. We're going to have him speak at the funeral. He's going to do the eulogy. You know, he go he go speak at the funeral. So he go speak. We're going to have Fantasia. Fantasia go sing. So what song going Fantasia sing? She go sing, uh... Swing low chariot. That'd be good. You you know, cause all that money gone. We go <laughs> all that day. That half a billion dollars gone, Tanya. So we gotta put your ass on a chariot for wasting all that damn money. Well, I guess it ain't wasted because now uh 
your damn husband Greg, his scheme and ass. He's somewhere in America living his best life. He better be on season three, and we better see his ass get murdered. You know what? That ain't the point of this. I'm supposed to be planning this later funeral. Okay. So Fantasia go sing. Jamal Bryant go do the eulogy. What else we need? We need a little choir. I I think Mississippi Mass Choir. They'll sing before Fantasia do. Then Fantasia come out and do a solo. We gonna see if the Clark sisters available. I don't listen. I don't know their state of mind right now, but I think they all still in good standing. I'm gonna see if they available to you know to say a few words at the funeral. So we'll have the Clark sisters. That'll be good. Uh, what else we need? We need somebody to do the flowers. Who be hungry? You know what? Sudden Strack or yeah, she like to do all that Parisian shit at her house. We'll ask Sudden Strack. She will put her in charge of the funeral, you know, the, the floral arrangements. We'll get her, you know, we need some good, uh, what's them things called? Reefs. Not the reef, the reefs that stand up. I don't know what they call shit. Get that, listen. <laughs> My job's still one of them things. Everybody that die. I'm so sick of that shit. Listen, put one of them in the corner. We need a couple of them. Make sure you got a real nice arrangement, Sudden, for the top of the casket. Uh, 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 Portia, we gonna want you to say a few words. Now, I know you ain't really know that lady like that. Man, you, you really didn't do enough to save her life. That's the problem. But, I mean, you did enough because technically it was saved. It was some damn high heels. Matter of fact, after I planned this funeral, I'm gonna get in touch with Ebony K. Williams. Ebony K. Williams, I know she don't practice law no more. She, like, she's gone into the entertainment side of things. But I'm gonna get, I'm gonna reach out to Ebony K. Williams. I'm going to ask her, can we sue Steve Madden or whoever the hell, Jessica Simpson, uh, 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 Manolo Blahnik. We're going to sue whoever the hell made them dangerous-ass shoes she had on when she slipped off that goddamn boat. We're going to sue them. And then that's how we go sue Greg to get his money. We're going to do it, it. Look, it's a lot of moving parts to this, okay? I'm a, Y'all give me a little time. I'm going to figure out the film. I'm going to figure out the lawsuits because we're going to file some lawsuits. We're going to file a lawsuit against... Uh, White Lotus too because I know it didn't happen on their grounds but damn it we suing Valentina because Valentina was getting her kitty licked while uh, all these damn people was dying she ain't give a damn she just happened to be a lesbian now so Valentina we on to you too you getting sued too you Steve Madden uh, Greg uh, we gonna throw in Jessica Simpson just to be safe it's a lot of lawsuits coming y'all way okay you know what I'll talk about this more when I record with Emily, you know, I'll talk about that. And I'll talk about family karma. I've only seen a little bit of family karma. Uh, I'm going to watch the rest of it after I finish putting this episode together, actually. But I saw, <laughs> I saw Rich with Monica outside trying to explain all that stuff. They both were saying so many words that they later had the damn lady so goddamn confused. I know that's right, Rich. If you're lying, you might as well gaslight too. Ain't nothing wrong with that hell. But I uh, listen, I'll talk about both of those. On Emily, She Speaks Bravo, her latest episode. Y'all know we record it together every week. We talk White Lotus, but mainly we talk family karma. So we'll talk about both of those things. Y'all go over there, download that episode after you get done downloading and rating me five-star, you know, five-star rating and review, Spotify and Apple. Y'all do that, and then we'll talk about all those things. Let me jump into, you know what? I'm watching a new show on Hulu, and I kind of want to tell you guys about it, okay? For all of my... I guess Love Island, Temptation Island, all of you people out there that like the 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 love aspect, Bachelor, those kind of reality shows. I got the perfect show for you, okay? Randomly, I tuned in. No, no, it wasn't random. I saw an ad 
on, or maybe I follow the account. I think I follow the Hulu account on Instagram. Sorry, this is a long way of telling the story. But anyway, they posted this video kind of promoting their new show. It was called Back in the Groove. And Tay Diggs was there. I was like, Chad, what, what is Tay Diggs doing without April? Because every time we see Tay Diggs, he's either All-American or he with April ass. I guess they engaged now. Kudos to y'all. You know, happy uh, birthday. <laughs> I don't know. But they together now. There's a the new show. It's called Back in the Groove. And it's kind of a play on how Stella got her groove back. So it's a love show. It's three, three women. Uh, Steph, Sparkle. She's black. I think y'all knew that. And uh, Brooke, they all come to this like remote location. They call it, I don't know if it's Groove Island, whatever the hell it's called, but they bring them there and they tell them that they have some great guys for them. I don't think they tell them anything about the guys before they get there, but they told them they have some great guys for them to kind of, you know, uh, get to know and to go on this journey, self-discovery, figure out what you like, find you a new partner, all this kind of stuff. Child. It was called Back in the Groove for a reason. Tay Diggs asked the host, y'all should have figured this out. They got them girls dating some men half their damn age. One of them was 22 years old. And one of them was, you know what, I'm not going to reveal the secret. Because I don't know if y'all have actually watched the show yet. But I love that show. I want to try to get one of them on the podcast to talk about it. Because I really, really, really like this show. This is the thing. Only eight episodes. So it came out this past Monday. They dropped two episodes. Tuesday, they dropped two episodes. Wednesday, they dropped two episodes. And then Thursday, they dropped the final two episodes. So it's a quick binge. I liked watching it live. I was watching uh, the two episodes every single night. Amazing. I was having a great time. Child, they canceled uh, Fuckboy Island on uh, HBO. So I know y'all need something else to watch. Love Island here. It's the, it's the damn... Uh, winter time so this shit ain't coming back to the summer so you got a long time to wait for that so i know you ain't rushing for that that ain't even on there you ain't waiting for that so you can watch something else it's called back in the groove it's on hulu i really love it i've been talking with some of y'all about it in the dms we've been really kind of enjoying it i know when i put that damn poll up all y'all asked to say y'all hadn't watched it i think it wound up being like seven percent of y'all asked didn't watch the old raggedy bastards but that's okay because i know y'all will watch it at some point y'all usually like when i you know, recommend stuff. So this is a good one. Just go out there, check it out. It's on Hulu, all eight episodes, hosted by Tay Diggs. I'm not gonna tell y'all he only in the first episode and the last one. Y'all figure it out on your own. I'm not gonna tell you that. But it's it's good little stuff. It'll, it'll hold you over until you know you get a little you know the Bachelor or uh who else? A Love Island, Temptation Island. You know you until you get one of them back in your life. That won't be for a while. So that's, a, you know, that, that that that's a good little one for you to watch. On to the housewives. Listen, this past week, I made a confession that I really have kind of been sitting on. I don't know if I'm burst, if I'm just a little bit burst. I don't know what it is. I might be a little burst. I don't know what it is, but I just, I didn't want to say, look, y'all, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> that damn White Lotus finale. I had me one of those. Have y'all ever had those, uh, it's called house wine, I think it is, those canned rosés, man, oh man, I get them at Kroger, let me tell you something, really one of them, but if you, especially if you have two of them, woo-wee, ooh, it's a whole, it's a, it's a different kind of feeling, anyway, I just need y'all to know my state of mind, y'all can probably hear it in my goddamn voice talking to y'all, but y'all will be okay, listen, 
I've been sitting on this secret for weeks now, and I didn't want to say it, but I felt so much better getting it off my chest this past week, no, past Thursday when I posted the memes. Y'all, I'm enjoying this season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I am. It's so weird because, you know, the first two episodes, I wasn't looking forward to it, one, because we got a whole ass criminal running around. We just all seem to be okay with it. That's weird. But two, I, you know, Mary Cosby was a special kind of housewife and it's hard to replace her. And she really, really was the only person that brought the funny for me, at least. I, it, nothing, nobody else is really comedic in my mind. Mary was hilarious to me though. And so this season had a lot of strikes against it going, you know, right out the gate, right out. Is it out? The, no, right out the gate. Child, uh, listen, y'all <laughs> chalk it up to the wine. Okay. Just, it, it wasn't go, you know, it's going to be hard to kind of impress me. The first episode bored me to tears. I still don't know what happened in the damn first episode. Second episode bored me to sleep. I had to be, it took me a couple of times to finish watching it. By the time they got to that third episode, I said, okay, we, we, we might be on to something. Now, now y'all kind of, now y'all holding my attention. That was when Whitney, uh, when Heather, uh, lightly pushed Whitney and her ass went flying across that goddamn room in that lingerie. Now that shit was funny. Didn't see you. You've lost me. I know that's right, Heather. I we don't want to lose you, Heather. <laughs> Come on back, niece. Cause listen, this this show being held together with uh, the, the, the duct tape and shoestrings and uh, uh, somebody and sold some shit back together. You know that 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 criminal career criminal about to go to jail, allegedly. <laughs> I did not use that right. But look, she her ass going to jail, okay? Ain't no way around it. Jen Shaw, listen, you might have convinced me because, you know, I've been saying that I believe she's going to get sentenced to eight years in jail. I really believe that. You might have been able to convince me otherwise a few weeks ago when Todd and Julie Christie, Chrisley, Chrisley, Y'all know that show. I love it. I, I, listen, I know we talk about that show because Bravo played it so much. They were funny as fuck to me, okay? Damn, Chrysalis knows best or whatever the hell that shit called. Listen, when them people got sentenced to all them goddamn years in jail, I said, oh, it ain't a chance in hell for Jan Shaw. Jan, and uh, Jan, a minority, t- Jan, yo, <laughs> girl, <laughs> you about to go, you about to do some time time. Not some time, you about to do some time time, sis. I hate to say that to you. I just, you know, well, I don't hate to say it because you, you, you committed the crimes. I didn't do it here, but you, you about to, you better do some time, time, sis. I only know if eight is enough no more. You might get sentenced to like a smooth 12 years in jail. I truly believe you can scare. I'm talking about, look, they got you as the mastermind, sis, the mastermind. You're the mastermind that, that that's not going to go unpunished okay you oh boy jen it's listen it's coming up i say all that to say this show is being held together with duct tape okay i don't know if whitney heather lisa and who's the other one meredith child say i forgot the damn i don't know if they can hold no damn show together they gonna need to okay this is what you do call mary cosby back tell her that you'll fire whitney <laughs> tell them you'll get the hell you'll get whitney ass up out of here Pew! tell her she's gone okay so bring mary back get you a couple of folk that's like 
not in the Mormon church, but like do the books for the Mormon church. We need, we need some people that like that know some things and then seen some stuff around there. Get you some rich people that ain't got shit to lose. They're just like sitting on money all day long. They don't, I don't want nobody like on no boards and no, you know, charities or nobody that's like, you know, they, they money could potentially be gone because if they say the wrong thing, no, I want some people to get like some old money. They just got like half a, you know, half a billion like Tanya sitting in their bank account. Get them, get them. The people that ain't got nothing to lose and can afford to make shit go away. That is who we will need on this show. Get you, you know, I don't know what direction the show is going in. I will tell you though, Angie K, I, she kind of convinced me this week. I think I'm on her team, but the problem is Jen Shaw is about to leave. So do we need an Angie K if we don't have a Jen Shaw to go up against? I don't think so. Same thing with Dana. Dana, you kind of convinced me too. I think I really like you. You got it started at the damn luau. But the problem is y'all get to started with Jen and Jen about to go. Everybody getting started with Jen because Jen is one of the worst human beings on this planet. She keeps pointing her finger in people's faces. I'm telling y'all what, you put your finger that close to my face, I'm biting it. I don't care where the hell it's been. I don't care if you can scratch the ass cheek. I'm biting the shit out of your finger. Don't put your finger in my face. That is disrespectful as finnuck, okay? Don't put your finger in my face. Y'all, listen, I don't know if it's a black community thing or what, but y'all know we've seen on reality TV too. We've seen where Candy has talked a lot about people violating her personal space. We saw Kenya and Portia get into a whole drag out, wig out fight because that damn scepter was in that girl's face, the bullhorn, all that. Listen, you got to respect people's personal space. Had Lisa gone off and and and, and slapped the shit out of Jen, y'all would have been understanding that because look, well, well, one, y'all defend Lisa <laughs> at any cost anyway. So I ain't mad at you. I like Lisa too, but, you know, y'all defend her uh, to the cows come home. So, but, you know, you got to watch that kind of shit. People are very particular about their personal space. And you and that finger, and it looked like a witch finger too. It looked like you on the, uh, the damn whiz, but you the one that was, uh you know, underneath the... <laughs> You look like the one that was dead, you know, that they they took the shoes up off of at the beginning of the movie. I'm just saying. I don't know. Jen, y'all got to get that shit together. The funniest part of the damn episode, that damn Luau dinner, I've watched that three times. Now, that was a good-ass dinner because Heather, I'm liking Heather and her villain era. I'll get to that in a minute. But the funniest part of this episode is when they told them that somebody had thrown some damn shoes in the water. Lisa Barlow looked like she saw a damn ghost. That girl was so upset she thought it was them damn $1,500 uh, East Saint Laurent shoes, or was it Christian or Louboutin? I don't know who it was, but it was somebody. I think it was YSL. I don't know who Vuitton. I don't know. It was somebody. She had some shoes, and who she was so upset. She thought her damn shoes had gone overboard. Jen, you are really listen. If yet your sentencing, if at your sentencing, they bring footage from this damn boat trip or this damn trip in general. Your ass is doing some time, okay? You sat there. Uh, our friends over at uh, the Bravo Docket, they did a whole post on their Instagram account about how many crimes Jen had committed on this trip alone. Trash, all kind of shit for throwing them shoes and throwing that charcuterie board over water because I know they got to be a crime. Fish don't need no damn charcuterie board. 
fish do not need a shikuchi board, okay? Do not throw no shikuchi in no water that's littering, not loitering, that's littering, okay? You can loiter, but you can't litter, okay? That's the whole different thing. You can stand over there, but don't drop shit on the ground while you over there, okay? Don't do that. Jen, you go, oof. I hate speaking ill on people's lives, even if they are criminals, but girl, you 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 doing some stuff, okay? You You doing some time. I'm sorry to tell you, you just need to go. Who, listen, if you if you still want a fighting chance, just make sure you ain't got Todd and Julie lawyer. Okay, <laughs> get you a new lawyer. Get you somebody. Get okay. Who you can get? Uh, uh, you can get Perry Mason. You can get Annalise Keaton. You can get Olivia Pope. Now, would they want to work with your way? See, Olivia might not want to work with you. Annalise will probably take your case. You know, Annalise kind of uh. Annalise kind of shady, okay? I'm going to just say that. She'll probably take your case. Now, Perry, he trying to be, you know, his new season come out soon. He probably ain't got the time. I don't know. But, you know, Annalise might take your case. Or one of them gladiators or one of them, uh, you know, one of her students that be half dead in the way. Chad, she be killing everybody around her. Maybe Bonnie. Bonnie, wake up. Bonnie, wake up. Maybe Bonnie will help you on your case. I don't know. But, Jen, you, <laughs> sis, listen, January is coming, okay? January is coming. January is coming. January is coming. Real Housewives of Potomac. Now, look, y'all know I barely talk about them anymore. I prefer, you know, nowadays, I like to bring people on and just collab about different stuff. I like to go on other people's stuff and talk about all of the things. I like to bring on people on the shows, you know, the shows we watch, Onto the podcast. Some of the shows, though, as much as I love them, because Potomac and Miami are probably my two favorites right now. I just... uh, Engaging about Potomac is not always fun. And that's just, you know, the facts. Miami is back. Miami is great fun. I talked about that on a recent episode. We'll start getting into that week to week, you know, as we, you know, come up on it. That'll be good. Good fun. Good show. Ka-ka. But Potomac is one where sometimes it gets a little too, the, the noise on social media and the noise around the show sometimes drowns out how funny and how good the damn show is. So I just kind of like to talk about it by myself sometime, okay? Let me kick things off with asking, why the hell is Karen doing a live show? I don't, that don't make sense to me. I don't get it. And like Miss Matt, Miss Blue Eyes, Miss Matt, had the nerve to be trying to shade reasonably shady for doing a live podcast. Like that doesn't make sense. Like I don't get that. Like that makes sense to me. Why wouldn't they do that? A lot of people do live podcasts. What is Karen doing? Li- I don't understand it. Look, if Karen can do a damn live show, I'm gonna get my cousin Putrice and we gonna do one too. Okay. Hey, I, the fuck y'all doing? I'm gonna do one too. We're gonna make us a little coin too. If Karen can get up there and talk about uh three wig candles and, raise balls and all that kind of stuff then we can get up there and talk about some shit too and make a little money hell i'm tired of working eight to five i want to do a live show and and talk oh should i do a live show <laughs> child it's gonna be the shortest damn tour in the world it's gonna be a a damn two-city tour and then i, I take my ass right back to memphis and start struggling again child. anyway uh candace and robin sit down it really touched me from start to finish because candace could have come in there guns blazing and she could have been like 
I know something's going on with you right now, but we need to get through our issues and this and that. But no, Candace is so considerate of a person that she's like, you know what? The shit that happened between us isn't nearly as big as what you're going through. We can put all that shit to the side. Let me be here to support you. I'm really a good friend of you. Robin's like, I want to be your friend too. We have a great time together. I like this friendship a lot. I do. I like this friendship a lot. I'm glad they worked it out. It didn't become, you know, uh, ridiculous or it didn't become too much. It was just genuinely a friend coming and supporting another friend. And also, uh, what's the word? Condolences to Robin's hairdresser, the loss in her family. Oh, that's really sad. I feel like we're seeing, God, we're seeing so much loss every day around us now. If any of y'all have lost anybody recently, my heart and condolences are with y'all because it, it just feels like it's every single day when you look on social media or you look, you know, you open your phone up and somebody's texted you or called you and told you about somebody. It's, it's a lot. So I'll let say, Candace, you won, you won that scene for me. Like you won this episode. Not only did you get your masters, you sat there and you actually offered compassion to somebody that you really had every, probably every intention of coming to fight. So that was good. Not fist fight. Y'all know what I mean? But every intention of coming and knucking and bucking. You <laughs> Ashley. Oh, poor Ashley, Ashley Darby. Listen, don't worry. You got Luke now, okay? You don't have Michael Darby. That's a win, okay? You got Luke now. Now, he ain't got no money. I want to reiterate that. He ain't got no money, but at least he not going to cheat on you. Well, he, well, he might cheat on you, but if he do cheat on you, well, it'll be on TV because he on his own show, but, oh, uh, let me see. At least he white like you like him, okay? <laughs> At least he a white man just like you like him, okay? Because you like white men's, okay? You like you a good white man, okay? Well, not a good white man, but you like you a white man that's a fully formed white man. That's a white man, okay? So you got you a white man, so that's good, Ashley. I don't know what to say to you. I was going to try to offer you some advice. Ask uh, Lumpy Lump, okay? Ask Uncle Lump. He he always got some good advice. Ask him. His wife wasn't really talking about shit, but ask him. You know, ask him what he talking about, and then, uh, you know, maybe y'all can figure something out. But at least you got Luke. Listen, Luke and Ashley been all over social media. My thing is okay, because y'all know Ashley. Ashley don't strike me as somebody that keeps like really conventional rules about a lot of stuff. Do y'all think? She's introduced Luke to her kids yet? Because I got a feeling he's probably met him. And I know you. most people be like, uh-uh, six months, eight months, a year. You're not beating my kids until I know we super serious. Like, you don't need to worry about none of that. I feel like he's going to meet he's gonna meet him soon or he's already met him. Child, they been out to hockey games, football games. They was just, he, he was Santa Claus somewhere. She was Mrs. Claus right up under him. It looked like they're having a good time. And you know what? If anybody deserves a good time, it's anybody that's had to rub on Michael Darby's balls for the past eight years, okay? Kudos to you. My respect to you because if them big slouchy things was getting thrown at me, I would have, listen, I would have jumped a long time ago. So <laughs> kudos to you, Ashley. Ask Lumpy Lump for advice. Don't ask me because, girl, I ain't got nothing for you. You know what makes me happier than 
anything in this world. Seeing Dorothy, a.k.a. Mama Dot, popping up to wreck lives in the DMV area. When she got in that truck, I said, you know what? I'm excited for whatever these next episodes may bring. I don't know if it was, she was just coming for the party. I hope not. I hope she sticks around for a couple of weeks. Because listen, Mama Dot, now she know how to start some shit, okay? She be right there with Giselle. You know, her and Giselle get in the corner and they will kiki all party long about a whole lot of bullshit. And I love it, okay? I likes the mess, okay? And I hope Mama Dot is here to stay for a while because I need to see all of that. Speaking of Giselle, though, it's crazy to me. We've been watching this show for seven years now, which is insane, too. But we've been watching the show for seven years. We have literally now seen Angel and Adore turn 16 years old. That is mind-boggling to me. But not as mind-boggling as whenever Jamal Bryant pops up on this show, okay? <laughs> Jamal, I don't know if you've been listening to the episode, but I need you to perform Tanya Funeral, okay? Just say a couple of nice words, you know, just a little, you know, I, I be listening to your sermons online. They do be good sermons. Now, I wouldn't want you to, you know, minister over my life, but he, you, you have some real good sermons. I do, I do like that. I think I need you to perform Tanya Ceremony. So I'm going to reach out. I'm going I'm to ask you about that because that'll be good. Tanya on White Lotus, Daddy, we, I need you to perform the funeral. Jamal popped up. You know, whenever Jamal pop up, he's not going to be casual. Jamal had on that three-piece suit with them glasses. He he always, listen, he pop, when he pops out, he pops out, okay? <laughs> Jamal, he said, when I pop out, pow, pow, I pops out, okay? He pops out every time, and I know that's why right, Jamal. I wonder, see, I feel like we're getting teased for a little Jamal, Giselle, reunion. And you know what? I don't, I know people hate to see them together. I don't mind it so much. Listen, I don't mind people going back to their old thing, okay? I, You know what? You ain't got to stay there long, but it, it, a little visit is okay. That folk got history. They were married. They got three kids. It's okay. Do whatever y'all want to do, okay? And I don't know if Giselle wants to get remarried to him or what, but, you know, do what you do. I'm not mad at it, okay? I'm never going to be. Uh, I told Candace congrats on the NBA, and I truly mean it. Let me tell y'all a little backstory about me, because I know I, over the year I've gained a lot of new listeners, and y'all probably haven't been with me from the beginning. So let me tell you a little backstory about me. I do, I too have my MBA. I went back to school. I completed like my entire postgraduate degree in a year. I was not about to stay, you know, MBA usually takes two years. I went about to do two years. I did all that shit within a year. And I was like, okay, I got to go and go. And got in tons more student loan debt <laughs> because of it. And it didn't help me with shit in life. So um, congrats to you, Candace. I hope you put yours to much better use <laughs> than I did, okay? Now, look, it helps me when I'm applying for stuff. I will say that, but girl, it don't help me nowhere else. I mean, I did it, but I ain't have to do it. I sh should have kept that little money here. I should have kept them them undergraduate loans instead of them damn po Listen, undergraduate student loans and postgraduate student loans are entirely different beasts, okay? One of them, you know, it's a little yang, yang, yang around the house because, you know, you be getting all them damn, uh, what's them things called? Them grants and them damn, uh, them pills and all that kind of shit. Child, them damn, listen, don't get me started, okay? I got it, though, okay? I got it. 
I got it, but don't get me started about it. So y'all still talk about them damn people forgiving y'all student loans. Let me tell you something. Me and my student loans had a come to Jesus meeting a long time ago, okay? We came to understand it a long time ago. I'm not bothering them, and they not bothering me, okay? I'm not paying y'all, and y'all continue to call me. That's fine. I'm I'm more than okay with that, okay? Y'all continue to call. We, you know, I, you know what? Well, let me not say too much before I fuck, fuck around and get indicted like Jen ass. <laughs> Robin and Wendy, even though Wendy kind of spoiled it online and said that it doesn't last long, I was happy to see Robin and Wendy come back together to get on good ground. Because I don't like people just, you know, I like messy ass people, but I don't like people just like it being so contentious between cast members that we were not able to like all film together and like that kind of stuff. I don't like that. I like everybody being able to show up, everybody able to be messy as fuck because it's the messiest cast on TV. So I, I like that. I like for them to get together and, you know, be able to be messy cohesively. That's that's my jam. So I'm glad they're friends. I hate that Wendy kind of ruined it and said it won't last, even though we all, child, we knew it won't go last. Yeah, y'all knew that from listening to my episode with Robin when she was on here. Robin told y'all. She said, oh, you know, she listen. Go back to that episode. That was a good-ass episode, okay? She told y'all all the tea, so we should none of y'all expected this to last, but we're going to enjoy it for this one week, okay? Listen, last thing, and then I'm going I'm to quickly touch on Miami, and then I'm going to get out of here. Ray Huger, I don't care what y'all say. Ray Huger is just as messy as Peter Thompson, and I fucking love it, okay? You know when Ray pulls somebody to the side, you know it's about to be some shit, and I love it. That man pulled Chris aside. That man kept starting so much shit. When I tell you, he pissed Chris off so bad. Chris, they they were going back and forth between Candace's little speech and Chris going outside cussing and fussing and fucking and fighting. That shit was funny as fuck. Ray, I know the fuck that's right, okay? I wouldn't get the same thing, Ray. I like to start shit at other people's events, too. I'm gonna get my plate. I'm gonna start some shit, and then I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna stay too long. Y'all know I don't want to be here no damn way. <laughs> I ain't want to come. I ain't coming for this shit no way, so I just kind of be messy, get me a plate, and leave, okay? Before I get out of here, I want to tell y'all, the Real Housewives of Miami is delivering okay every single one of those four episodes knocked it out of the park they listen peacock knows how to do housewives okay i don't care what city they go to next but we need some more peacock exclusive housewives okay bring them to the mix i don't care if y'all do housewives of hoboken or las vegas chuckalisa i don't care i need some damn some more peacock housewives miami is knocking it out of the park let me tell you something. I have never been so disgusted by sheer gutter snipery than I have been with that hot mic moment with Lenny at the end of episode four. If I, oof, I would hope that Lisa is able to take this shit to court so she can clean his motherfucking ass out. See, the problem is, Lisa don't strike me as the type to want to protect herself in a prenup. So she probably signed whatever that man put in front of her. And I really hate that because he probably knew that one day was going to come. He was going to find something half her age, you know, but some men, they plan for this shit. They plan to rotate out their wives like they fucking underwear and they rotate them out, get them some younger and then just move on. He going to keep having kids and all this kind of stuff. 
Lenny is all types of disgusting. He even commented on a recent post where he said somebody was like, you shouldn't do Lisa like that. That's wrong. She's the mother of your kids, something like that. And he was like, I'd rather be broke and alone than with Lisa. You don't have to say that shit online. Your kids are going to say that one day, you dirty, low down, fucking rat, uh, 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 strong, uh, polished, short looking ass bitch. I hate, you know what? As a Bravo community, you know what? I'm not going to say that. I get in trouble. Woo! I almost said something. I was about to say something. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I stopped myself. Whoo, y'all was about to get indicted, y'all. I, I've almost gotten indicted four times in this episode. I'm not going to do it. All I'm saying is watch Miami. We need to see all of this unfold. And as a community, we need to come up with a game plan to protect Lisa. Now, I don't know. Listen, Lisa, you want me to get Anna Ke- <laughs> Annalise Keaton on the line? You need a good divorce attorney, okay? I get Olivia Pope. I get some. Who? Now, who on TV handles divorces? Let me think about this. Who handles the? Div- I don't know. This might be a case for Perry Mason, okay? We're going to get somebody on the line. We'll get one of them damn gossip girls, one of, one of their daddies on the line to help protect you because you going to need it. Lenny looks like he is out for blood. He he strikes me. You know what? Him and Michael Darby strike me as the same type of low-down, dirty, disgusting, evil during a divorce. That's why I'm glad Ashley has moved on. I'm glad, listen, I'm glad Ashley had them kids. I'm glad Ashley stuck around for all them years because now she can take his ass to the cleaners and it won't be an issue. And I hope she gets a settlement out of this world, okay? I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for Lisa to get her thing. It's going to be, see, it's going to be a much, much more uphill battle for Lisa than it will be for Ashley. But you know what? I'm rooting for both of them. Y'all, I want y'all to get caught up on Miami if you're not already. It's so good. They released four episodes this past Thursday. Everything from Lisa versus Larsa, Gertie versus Alexa, uh, Julia trying not to be weird. (laughs) Martina got that lady living in a normal house now. You know, Julia don't know what to damn do. Uh, 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 Dr. Nicole barely being around. I don't know what hell she had, but she was with her dad and when I don't know, I don't know what hell going on with, with her, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, all of that, it, it's just all, it's all good stuff. Marisol still annoys the piss out of me, but that's not really her problem. It's one of mine, but y'all catch up on all of the stuff. I'm loving it so much. I'll be back next week. I'll have a good guest for y'all to, you know, talk about the things and the such and the things. I'm glad y'all let me get on here and ramble drunkenly for 45 minutes. And you know what? I'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podchaser or CastBox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast. That's at realitycomics2. T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya! It's wintertime. 
when temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.